and we were talking last night. We spoke about the world view. I was seeing the Chassid Dachshund. So he he discusses a little bit more, and he says this is towards the end of Sefiradav. He says Ve'im Yahweh Shinu Lamachshava. If it will come that uh, the thought that a person repeats in his mind, to show him, and it sounds a very interesting point of the Kazari, how all Al Har Nevis, Hashem and Michael it's weird. If you think of it from the point of view of the rabbit, they get eaten by the Tzavur, which is some kind of a wild cat, a jaguar, whatever it is. So if you think it's a unfair for the rabbit that it's food for the jaguar or as Vlachavish or the fly which was eaten by the spider. So if you think, well that's not fair, like why does the why are the predators and the animals which uh, which get eaten? So if a person would think like that, so he would respond to that that kind of a thought. Yashavalavasaikha would come back and would like Yigarba literally means it just ties him, but it would set set his machshavah straight. Noimar, eicha yaches ha'ol ha'avad al-achacham sh'nispare li'tzidkoi v'sh'nene tzorech ha'ol. How can I misyaches to Hashem something which is which is unjust, something which is unfair, after that it's already been clarified to me that everything in Kodesh Baruch does is fair. And therefore, once it's misbarred to me, um, that HaKadosh Baruch the way he acts, the way he does things, is people Yosha, or people's right, or people's good. So then I can't look at a prat and say this is unfair. And I said, for more than that, if it would happen once off, that a that a that a spider ate the fly, that would be a If it would happen once off, that a spider ate the fly, or a wild animal ate the domestic animal, whatever it would be. So for the mikra, you see, I'm a tiniest mikra. Then I could say maybe it happened once. I could, even though that's not true either, but a person could think it's a mistake. It's something which happened once off. The Chacham who created the world, it wasn't a Mikra. He gave the predator the tool that needs to be a predator. He gives the example of a lion. He gave the lion its strength, its teeth, its claws, all the things which are going to make it into something which eats other animals. It wasn't a Mikra. HaKadosh Baruch fashioned it like that. Same thing by the spider. He makes the spider in a way that it can create the trap, which is its web. And he taught him how to, to, so to speak, to weave the web without having to teach him. And therefore, he's going to create that trap for the fly. The spider has special organs which can create that sticky substance which makes the web and spin it. And not only that, the spider doesn't do more than that. It just sits in the web. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaKadosh Baruch brings the flag to the web to get caught. So one can look at the injustices, so to speak, of the of the physical world and see it's not fair for the victim. But if a person thinks about it, it's not unfair, on the contrary. It's not shock. HaKadosh Baruch set the system up like that. And HaKadosh Baruch organizes each animal with the tools it needs to survive. And each animal with the so to speak, the ability to find and, and devour its food. Let's pray. So fish eats fish. So it's so organized. Bigger fish and smaller fish. And uh, more predator fish. And uh, fish which are 
which get eaten. And that's part of the system Hashem has created. What I say about the natural world, it is a system which I don't understand. And I would say that it must be that Kodesh Baruch is doing things in a way which is pathetic, in a way which is fair, in a way which is just. Which means I'm not going to feel sorry for the, so to speak, for the animal which gets caught and eaten in each case. I see and understand how Kodesh Baruch created like that. That's the way it's meant to be. And just like we don't have to talk about the natural world, there are a lot of misguided people who feel that it's, we feel have to feel sorry for the sheep or the chickens or the cows that we shechting and poor cow, poor sheep, poor chicken, why does it have to be killed? And therefore they feel that uh, vegetarianism is a, is a uh, so, so to speak, showing compassion for animals. It's a mistake. HaKadosh Baruch created the system like that. They created the system that one species is meant to eat the other one. That is, that's what it's meant to do. Just like he created a system where he meant to bring these same animals as carbonus, and a carbon means shafting the animal. That's the system which is the way Hashem wants the world to run. Similarly, he created them as, as food for people. And if that's the case, it's, it's not, an, so to speak, an injustice to a chicken if we shaft it to eat it. That's what Hashem created chickens for. Should we try to understand how it's going and it's much better about the carbon? Now, the emphasis, let's talk about this a little bit. Before we go back to the Qadari, there are a number of points which I want to add to what the Kuzari said. And that is that the whole idea of a person's feelings for animals is not logical, it's misguided. It's a matter which is misguided. Let me say what I mean. Like the Gemara says, Sefer Adon Emis and Sefer Behem What What would be the alternative? What would be the alternative? Let's say we didn't kill the chicken, we didn't kill the goat or the cow. It's not, it's not going to live forever. It's not going to live forever. So it's also going to die. And if it's going to die naturally, it's not necessarily in a less painful in a less painful way than shafting. On the contrary, if it's going to die from lack of ability to find food and it's going to starve to death, or it's going to die from illness, or it's going to die from any other cause, it's probably more prolonged. Except people feel so well, why is this more why is this more humane than that? And those same people are the ones who want to put animals out of their misery and shoot them when they get older. What's the difference? You might as well eat it. Why is the, why is the one, at the end of the day, you're still killing that? So why is the one more human than the other one? And it's the same thing in the natural world. It's, we think of the lion as a predator, the aggressor, and the deer as the victim. But the way Akash Prophet builds the world is that, on the one hand, it's true. The deers get eaten. But on the other hand, when the predator can't catch food, the predator stops. And that's the balance Hashem creates. That's uh, in the system that is created. Yes, there will be times when lions catch deer and the deer dies. And then when the lion's old or sick and can't catch deer, the lion's going to die. He's going to die of starvation. It's a system which works both ways. And that's the yourself. The principle is, even on the most physical level, and that is nothing lives forever. Nothing lives forever. So the question is that it's a system which our Kaddish Baruch will build. And then it's just a question of what's the way that something's going to come to the end of its life cycle. And now, if we start with that point, and the second point to build on that is what the Edison is achieving. I agree this is a bit more of a spiritual viewpoint, but what's it achieving? An animal which lives and dies and decomposes in the wild, what did it achieve itself? There was nothing to be seriously, besides the fact that it was part of a species which has to reproduce in order to maintain the species, but it didn't in any way, so to speak, add anything of value to, to the world it was in. Whereas, and this is uh, what the, all this, 
עכשיו הספרים מסדר בפרשת, an animal which is going to be used as a cousin. So, if we think of it in a more roughly term, what more could an animal look forward to? What better use could it have in its life than being used for a carpet? Would we rather brought as a carpet to Hashem, or would we rather die in, the, die in the wild, they just leave left to rot, and be eaten by the ants, or whatever other end it's going to have? And if we understand that, then it's the same thing. An animal which is used for a tariff of a person, so it's contributing to what the person needs. And if that's the case, it's, it's like the... This is Shalim Rath. Then it's an illegal So everything in the prayer of Yes, Misham Shalim, Misham Shalim, Misham that is being used in some way to serve Hashem. So why is it compassion? Why is it compassion to think about a full animal, let it die naturally? Then it's achieved nothing with this life. Whereas if it's going to be used in the, in the context of the mitzvah, it's going to be used in a way that it's going to service a person, it's actually doing more. And therefore that same compassion just comes to the point that we don't want to see. Yes, a person knows that everything is going to die, but we don't want to be involved, we don't want to see. And that, that, that's more painless. It's just, we don't, we, we don't witness it, and therefore we don't involved in it, and therefore people feel better about it. And the same about any mitzvah. For example, the mitzvah should have a king. Which the Gemara really says, is that the sign of Rachel is exactly the opposite. And it doesn't often say that they wanted to feel, it's Rachel for the bird. We don't let it see, we take away its yacht. And Torah said it's not. It's not the reason for the mitzvah. And the people think it's the other way around. It's cruelty to the bird. We're chasing it away so we can take it to eggs. But that's not the reason either. It's uh, whatever reasons there are, there are a number of shulach, okay? The mice is that this bird is being used for a mitzvah. And therefore, it's being used for much more than a bird in the wild where its eggs will be eaten by an owl or by a cat, whatever else it's going to be. So, so the fact that we can use the bread, the sort of Hashem, is only a matter of That's as far as people go. Now, as far as the natural world goes, so yes, it looks cruel. One animal eats the other, one fish eats the other. We don't have questions on that, because we understand it wasn't by chance. HaKadosh Baruch set up the system that way. HaKadosh Baruch set up the system that the, the, everything in the Bria fits the part of feeding something else. And if you understand that in this context, that's the essence of Elis Hashem. I'm just going to quote you the, the famous introduction to, to the Parashira. When after Shadabha made a Chodesh writing Parashira, he said, He said he met a frog. And the frog said, don't be scared out, but don't be so proud of yourself, because I'm an avoider which is more than you. And what's the avoider that the frog does? So the Midrash there says, there's a certain kind of bird that eats frogs. And when he's hungry, he comes and eats me. And that's why I serve Hashem, that I'm food for the bird. And that's a certain serious nefesh of the frog. But that's the MS. He's doing, if he's doing the function that Hashem expects him to play in the prayer, we don't see that as being cruel. The cruelty only comes when we see it as being a, a world which is, so to speak, haphazard. In a world which doesn't have a plan. But Bereg we understand there's a plan, and Hosh Prophet is planning it, and this is what he built the world to be. So we have to see with that same world view of the Avashem Rakot. I once heard from a, a Moshe Bereg, a friend of Rafa, that in the Pasuk says, the Hagit ki Yashar Hashem. So it's not just people. He brought a Chazal that says, Last is love by every single neighbor in the world. And said, Hagit ki Yashar Hashem. And what happened to that creature as was the Yashar, was that what was meant to happen? Or Hashem was Hashem to stand up? Animals in the zoo are fed some more stuff. People can get inspired from them. People can make profits on them. But again, it's part of the system. It's not that uh, we're looking to Kiro improve the life of animals. Hashem built the system the way he wants it to run. What about like saving the species? Like, the running, like the killing them too quickly? Some people say, okay. No, so that, that's a different question. That's, should we be destroying the brick? 
It's not a question. We're destroying it to eat. What's going to destroy it to destroy? To eat. Okay, so then there's logic to say that maybe we're harming ourselves. But uh, we're meant to destroy the world, but it's uh, but it's uh, it's not the same thing as we feel compassion for the species because it's unfair in nature what happens to it. There's no, there's no nature. Kodesh Baruch is running the system. Okay, and that's why he says, "Umish is yashav al nafshay." Zeh. Everyone meant to destroy things for nothing. If the insect is a mazik, he's going to harm you. And you kill him, so he doesn't hurt you. So what's why you feel compassion? Yeah, it's been since you saw that they used to put traps for weasels and things like that. They used to come and eat the eat the eat the crops. We aren't required to preserve animal life at all costs. We must serve it, not to destroy the world for nothing, not to cause pain. The way I should build the system, that we don't feel more sorry for the animal than I should did. When he made this system, what he did. And there was the mission is Yashav al Nafshizet. How you come to Omer al Nachum ish Gamzul? The Kodesh can turn a Tzara over Gamzul today. Like Nachum ish Gamzul, this is the background to say Gamzul atayv. Everything Hashem does is atayv. Everything Hashem does is atayv because you understand that in the context of atayv, which means even if things look bad, but and I can't explain why this particular thing which happened to me is good. But it's in the gap. This also is included in the cloud. Everything is good. And that's why I said that's just Zulatai, it's Gam Zulatai. I'm adding this to the cloud, I already know that it's part of everything being good. And therefore, first of all, always happy with that. Because he never has that built up bitterness of all the misfortunes that he's gone through. Which is a, a big sign of a take. And then most people. Never. You know, the material in the world is people have misfortunes and things go wrong, and not everybody has a completely smooth uh, like ride through life. They are bumps on the road. And most people, it, like, they just harbor more and more bitterness and resentment for all the things which went wrong in their life. And it becomes a major thing which like weighs down on them, like, all the things which didn't go, that, go according to plan or what went wrong, and uh, whether it's an internal uh, agitation or a feeling of anger to Hashem, whatever it is. But they have that sense of that cynicism and that bitterness towards life that wasn't successful. Masha Enkain. Masha Enkain said it. If everything fits the context that I don't understand that it's good, so Chaim or Arabi. Everything is good. Like the famous said, the Hussein of Adrazusha. Never a bad day in my life. Yeah, that's a difficult day. It's never a bad day. It's all part of what I It's always good. And therefore, we're talking about Taurus. This is the second point, and that is the this is the other option, and that is that a person understands that that history and therefore, but he does it's not a general thing. He says if you can understand why the history are coming for a specific event, you understand that there's something wrong. Hashem is Paying me back for that. So that's a simcha. I've paid back a debt. And just like the Gemara says, if a person has money, he owes money. And I have to pay the money. So yes, it's hard for me to part with so much money, but I'm not happy, I don't have debt anymore. Simcha, you know, because I'm done with all the debt. And therefore, when a person realizes what, what whatever suffering is going to be, is the some repayment of something a person does wrong, it's a simcha. Baruch Hashem, I've paid my debt. Uh, but that's not a, that person has to be able to see the middle of the And sometimes it's very clear. It's very clear, when a person thinks back, like, why does Hashem do this to me? 
And he suddenly realizes, look what I did, and it's 100% deserved. So then it lessens the severity of the feeling of I was punished unfairly completely, because when a person comes to that inner realization, I deserve it. I deserve it. It's kemata simcha. Because now that I understand why it was deserved, now I understand why it was deserved, so then, Baruch Hashem. Hashem is cleansing the slate. And therefore, he can teach other people this principle of being able to be civil, to accept, and be mastic <laughs> When he thinks, he gets over the bilbul and achshavus, which are in his heart, which confuse a person's thought. And he thinks that oyer chagodus, confuse the ra'um, the fact that Klai Yisrael been in Godus for so long, and Klai Yisrael scattered everywhere. Umashe gielem adanus b'amiot, the fact that Klai Yisrael impoverished, and Klai Yisrael are so few, and Klai Yisrael is in such a bad place. So again, a person could feel for Klai Yisrael as the tsaris of, of, of everybody, and feel the same level of unfairness. But, the way to relate to that is also Yisnachim Tchilo Metzilo Kadim Kashem Mati First is to start with the Petila Kadim HaKadosh Baruch Hu does good and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is fair and HaKadosh Baruch Hu does it right and after that, then I can go and look at in the, in the, with those glasses, with that perspective see Kali Yisrael's stories and then afterwards HaKem Benichia V'Nesaf and Mitzchai Yisaf and Adam Abba after that, I can go then I can look at it as being a way which is hanging back a person's avarice and leaving with the scholar of This is an important look in Jewish history. And uh, I saw this one in the safe, we said that is not the covenant, a different one. It's a very good point. We look at Jewish history as one long, unending tragedy. Uh, whether it was the Corbin, and it was the Crusades, and it was the Inquisition, and it was the Expulsion, and it was the Cossacks, and it was the Nazis, and it was the Communists. Kai Shal just like have been suffering non-stop. That's not really true, it's not really fair. Because you're talking about the span of 2000 years. And there were incidents of Kai Shal but you've got to look at it in the, concept, in, the, in the context. The Inquisition in Spain and the expulsion was in 1492. The Jewish people were in Spain from the 1000s, which is 490 years approximately, where they had Mamishaganet, like the Rambanites. He says, here in Goddess, we have better than the Goyim. Everybody's wealthy and everybody's successful, and the Goyim will also come. And the same thing, in Germany, before the First Crusade, from the time of the First Torben, there were Jews in Germany. And until the time of the Crusades, we had Ganet. We had Lezhnev, sorry, so they were wealthy, they were successful, and other places as well. It wasn't just, and even after that, there were periods of punishment, but there were periods in between. Like Hazal from the Pasuk at Yaakov Tavnus Tashem, he says, when he sent the gift to Esau, and make a space between each group. And the Gazora says that Akadam part of you going to send Saras and my children, make a Revach and Eid Space them out. So, yes, there were times of difficulty and there were times of tremendous Saras for Israel. But we have to look at the whole nation and the whole in, in the context of history. There were also lots of times we see Chesed Hashem for long periods of time. And there were times when other level we see that even in Goddess of Hashem, Broker looked after us and was good to us and did everything for us. And that has to be the balance. The Taurus were not, well, I mean, the Taurus came as Taurus. They came to the Chapra, they came to the Chapra, disappearing, whatever it meant to be. But for that, we have to have the Tzirah Kadim. 
We have the seven seven things we have to advance the context of Akadish Baruch has been looking after Kadish always. And now against that background that Hashem is always watching Kadish Israel, then I now I have to say, it's nice to chapter went to Mikra. It just came from the same Hashem who's always the same Bahami Israel that I had, the same one who brought these things. That gives the background to understand Tharas of the Umar also. And therefore it says that we dabak for Indian Hayaki Vaidamazah, the in that uh, and therefore brings a person to understand that um, the fact that in Iraq is Hashem is running Kaisal's destiny in this world. Now, the Amy Ashna Sitna Vizat, Kaama had the Khanis at Thomas the Ayla, the God of Mat, Shalik Khadno, Mikhail, Nishka Sikhaino, the commercial Namak, Yakshak Hussein, the other two Hussein examiner. If the Sultan makes the person think, get the thought that Kaisal is finished. We lost, we've lost our importance, we've lost our stature, we're few in number, and uh, like it says in the Marshall, which is Shim Chadikhaskwanabi, of Kaishal who were saying this after the program. It's other. We lost our Samir Shrasa, it's a Shah, it doesn't go, it's Kaishal's done. And I think Chadikhaskwanabi, the Marshall of the dry bones. And it says these bones could stay in the exam room. It's done, we're over, we're dead. We all left as dry bones. Can these bones still live? And it was a marshal to Kali Israel, and Hashem was the Navi. You think yourself also as finished, as destroyed, as disappear, as have something which is going to disappear? And Hashem bring it back to life. And what he showed in Chazko is Hashem can bring it back to life. And that was the message for Chazko. And therefore, what we meant to think about is, Hashem saved us then, we were in Godless then too, we were also in a very low place. And therefore, I feel And therefore, if Hashem can save us in the time, Hashem can save us now. It's not more difficult. It's not more distant. And therefore, if, even if we want to look at Klaishwal's position as something which we see as hopeless, Klaishwal's standing as something which we see as uh, irredeemable, okay, but we have a precedent for this. Klaishwal felt the same way in the time. They also felt they had been enslaved, they felt that they had been in for 200 years. There was no way out. There was nothing to. They hadn't even yet been given the promise from Hashem that you that you were going to make them out of They were relying on the promise of Ram Avinu that eventually you'll save us. But as bleak and as hopeless as, as the situation looked, Hashem did. If that's the okay, case, that becomes a prototype. Hashem could save us from time. Hashem could save us now. And therefore. I feel in no Yisraeli man at all. Even if there's only one person there, even if Yaakov is in the stature of a talas of a worm, which is like a dirty animal, a helpless animal, an animal which is easily crushed, and there's nothing to defend it. But I can pass the garden on to Yisraeli Yaakov because Hashem says, "Eat for me. I'm there to help you." And he has articha no mashem. And therefore, the perspective of the klal works here as well. The perspective of the klal works here as well. Which means, just like you have the perspective of the Klal of what Hashem does in the world, which can give a person Yeshav Adas for his own Tzaris, for whatever individual Tzaris is feeling, saying we're going to look at Klai Yisrael's Tzaris and look to what, what, how can we menachem Klai Yisrael, it's the same thing. We have to look at the perspective of the Klal of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sanhog with Klai Yisrael from the beginning. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sanhog with Klai Yisrael. And then that gives the person the same confidence Hashem will, has, what Hashem is doing to us is planned, but Hashem is in charge, he's going to serve us as well. What left, Tadaz Yaakov, is even more than that. The first of the past, like we said, is that Tadaz is something which is small, weak, and significant. And now the Tadaz Yaakov is a step further than that. 
he said, like you said, the, the end of a person after his body disintegrates is a separate rim of a tele. So the telas Yaakov is after Yaakov already died, the telas was left of what he was eating the flesh. But even then, don't give up. Because it's Hani, and he has a Tikha no Mashal. And that's the marshal to the dry bones. The dry bones is what's left after the telas is finished, it's just the bones. And the, the marshal to Navi Yechesko was, that's enough to cause a Tikha. And therefore, with the message from the Goddess too. Yes, we can see Klai Yisrael's uh, low level, and yes, we can see how Klai Yisrael are fractured and scattered, and yes, we can see how far Klai Yisrael are from where they're meant to be. But, but, in the context of the fact that we see how Kodesh Baruch is running events, then yeah, we have to get up. It's the same thing. And we can look at Klai Yisrael's stories, but in the same context of, I shouldn't do things with a plan. I shouldn't do things with a reason. And once we understand that, then we may it gives us the confidence to... To, to look forward to the, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch can save us once again. Which is, a, a, again, an important part, part of the mindset of the Chassid. And that is that the concept of Geulah is always something which is ahmed, which is close to heart. Now we see all the tzaddikim. The fact that Mashiach is someone close to their minds. Not just because it's a mitzvah. It's also true. But because it's a, the part of the reality that they see. <coughs> when, you know, when, you, when we think of seeing Kaisal as all the Torahs of Kaisal, or all the internal problems or the level of Kaish was holding, so God is being, so Mashiach looks very far away from us. Mashiach, the person looking in the context of a Kaddish Prophet is running events, and uh, that's the case, he's directing where things are going to go, then it makes something which is much nearer to us. Uh, and I'll finish with the Chazal. The Chazal is the difference between the Mavit of the Rasha and the Tariq. And uh, it says, what Bilam it says, they talk about Mashiach, that uh, it looks very, very far away. And when Measurement talks, so he talks about it being Karim. Well, I don't know if he's about it, it's Karim. And that the concept of Goda is not just how far in time it's going to be. It's how do you look at the Matthias now compared to what's meant to be when the Goda happens. So if you look at, at the facts on the ground, where's Taj holding today? What they meant to be when the Goda comes? It's very, very rough. It's very, very far away. But if you look at it as part of Akadish Baruch who's running things, then it's Karaf. It's not hard. It's like in Mitzrayim. Akadish Baruch can change things. That same concept is going to happen here as well. So that brings us to the end of the, this uh, long, I would say, tariff, which is discussing everything which makes up the perspective, the worldview of the time. Of the